been trying so long to get to you baby we finally here man it's like danny brown show sit back relax your eye ready now while your mates do the yows it's like danny brown show we about to get live let's go it's like danny brown show sit back relax your eye ready now while your mates do the yows it's like danny brown show we about to get live let's go Yo, yo, what's up, Dow? Coming to you motherfuckers live from YME Studios in Austin, Texas. It's the motherfucking Danny Brown Show. I got the motherfucking boo boys with me. What up, y'all? What up, yo, man? Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, man. I mean, I know this episode is probably about to come out after Halloween, but it's fucking Halloween coming up, man. Halloween is one of those seasons, man, where, I mean, I don't know what kind of relationship you in or whatever the fuck, but you can, you can kind of figure out what type of bitch you got by the costume she wear. For real, man. Think about it. If you got you like some nerdy bitch, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking dressed up like an Overwatch character. That's a keeper. That <laughs> <laughs> you be hanging out, you got some bitch, she a fucking nurse, do a regular ass job, and then fucking Halloween, she's like, I'm a dominatrix today. <laughs> the bitch want to go to the party with her ass out, and she's like, it's a costume. This is my time to be a costume, especially the single women. I feel like that's their time, because you know you got them some single women that's not really like, you know, they probably don't dress like, you know, all extra shit. They dress like the bitch from the office, not the, the one white bitch that had the baby with the one nigga. I mean, I watched The Office, but I don't really know their names and shit like that. Because I watched both versions. I watched the American version and the UK version. But you know what I'm talking about. Then he switched up. He started working at the other company. Cub was mad at him. If y'all watch The Office, y'all know what I'm talking about. So you talking about Pam? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bitches that look like Pam. Let's see what, what Pam look like. Yeah, that's Pam. Yeah. Bitches look like her. But on motherfucking Halloween, <laughs> these bitches turn up. And this bitch throw on some motherfucking, the bitch got her ass out at the party. Like, it's a costume. It's just a costume. No, bitch. This is what you really want to be. So, yeah, shouts out to them, man. Because I'm going to tell you, man, um, I was Michael Jackson for hell of a year. <laughs> I was Michael Jackson all the way up. I swear, my... um. I was, I was my, my mom, bro, because you know it was easy to make a Michael Jackson costume. You didn't really got to buy. Like, I remember my favorite Michael Jackson costume was the Beat It, the Beat It era. Because it wasn't that hard. I just had the red jacket, you know, the little fucking, um, the the fucking the loafers with the white socks and shit. You know what I'm saying? That was that, see, that Michael Jackson right there, that, that costume, ill costume. But you know me, I was a Mike fan. I, I I stayed with him. I rolled with the top G. I still I'm still with Mike to this day. I bump Mike all the time. Um, motherfucking um, uh, off the wall is one of my favorite songs ever, man. It's actually if you want to go on YouTube, it's 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 a Chinese girl playing the bass to Off the Wall. It's one of the best videos ever. You guys don't gotta put it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is one of the best. It's a Chinese girl playing bass. It's on it's on Blue Note Jazz. You can watch that. But no, nah, man, yeah, I, I dressed up like, yeah, see, look, he found it. Oh, shit. Nigga, we're going to get copyright striked. 
Look, and watch this. Watch she hit the shit. You know how hard this is to fucking play bass and sing at the same time? Watch this shit. When the world is on your shoulder. Hey. <laughs> get a straight in the pure acting boogie down. It's a canic with a feeling. I'm tired, bro. I bumped this shit like a real song. For you, the spell of dying. Yeah, so shots out to her. See, we was about to really get racist right there, cause when she get to that part, we're not. She say some crazy shit. <laughs> she say it, it, it sounds real Chinese food ordery, man. When she get to singing the hook, man. I, I I'm just saying, man. She was like, it's a boogie down. Like you know what I'm saying? She can't really. <laughs> you gotta, bro, watch it for yourself, and then you go, oh yeah, I know what Danny talking about. Cause I don't even think she speak English though. I don't think she speak English. I mean, she probably, man. Come on, man. Don't get me talking too far. <laughs> We've gone too far already. But no. So yeah. So yeah. The beady era costume that was a good. But y'all don't remember when Bad came out? Michael Jackson Bad. That was a whole new era. Bad. My first ass whooping was because of Michael. Michael Jackson bad. That's what made me stop being a Michael Jackson fan because I got my ass whooped. So, in the bad era, it was kind of hard to recreate this costume. But my mom, she, I love my mom. She, she did what she can do. Um, I had this Michael Jackson bad T-shirt that my grandma bought me, and I had that, and then she gave me like the leather jacket, and then I had like some black pants and um some boots and shit, but. Now when I think about it, she did the brokest shit ever she could do to me with a Halloween costume. And she, you know, because Mike had the swirls and shit. She just took some black lipstick <laughs> and drew like swirls, <laughs> like curls in front of my shit on my forehead. <laughs> I got a regular like fade. Like, you get what I'm saying? I don't got no hair. I don't got no nothing. She could have bought me a wig. I would have wore the wig, man. But I guess she's like, that's some gay shit. I ain't about to buy my son no wig. Come on, man. Look, my nails. Come on. Who brought me the fucking wig, man. But So it fucked my costume up. But I would tell y'all, man, Michael Jackson bad fucked me up because I was really into that shit. Y'all remember the fucking video when he had this shit and he was in the subway station with them niggas like, who's bad? You niggas ain't bad. He ain't say niggas. But that happened to me. I was on the playground. I want to say like maybe like first, second grade, something like that. I feel like I'm Mike. Mike, Mike, my nigga. Like you get what I'm saying? So I feel like I'm Mike and shit. I'm on the playground. I'm about to catch the fade with this nigga. This nigga talking shit like he going to whoop my ass and all that shit. I, I think I'm Mike. I'm talking to the nigga. You ain't bad. You think you bad? <laughs> and all that kind of shit. And when I went, you know, Mike, when he get ready to catch the fade, he always... Reach his hand out, he do an ill scream. Oh! I go for the ill scream, a nigga punch me in the mouth. <laughs> Whoop my ass in front of everybody, man. And after that, I was like, fuck Mike, man. <laughs> for real, man. Mike ain't helped me in no streets, man. For real, because Mike always talk about the gangster shit. When you listen to him, the man, he be like, man, these motherfuckers always in my shit. But he don't ever tell us how to deal with the problem. When I listen to some of Michael Jackson's songs, like, man, how I'm going to deal with it, though? He's like, it's Thriller. But what about the Thriller, man? How are we going to figure this out? You get what I'm saying? Beat it. Beat what? 
Michael Jackson, man, is like a lot of incel. There's a lot of it's a lot of keyboard warrior like incel action. A lot of Michael Jackson songs, man. So I feel like, man, yeah. When I was a fan of Michael Jackson, I got my ass whooped. I'm trying to think. After Michael Jackson, what did I? Who did I turn to? No, that's when I started listening to rap music. To be honest. Hmm. Goddamn, man. Got the motherfucking boo boys with me, man. How y'all motherfuckers doing? Great. Y'all niggas dressing up for Halloween? You got y'all costumes already? Not yet. Oh, I'm not sure what I'm gonna be. What no. are you going as? I ain't, I mean, I dressed, I, I wore I wore a costume last year. And I felt so stupid wearing that shit. What'd you wear? I was Joker from Persona. Oh, okay. All right, that's dope, bro. That's dope. Why were you embarrassed? Did it look bad? Because I had the wig on. <laughs> oh, shit. I was this nigga for Halloween. <laughs> I wasn't skinny enough to be this twinked up. That's what it was. You got to be like, you got to be 145, 150, 155 to be Joker, man. So, yeah, man, the belly was poking out the Joker costume. I wasn't twinked up, man. So, yeah, it, it wasn't sexy, man. But shouts out to anybody that play Persona, man. All my RPG heads out there, man. You know, that's my shit. All right, man, we're going to get into some. Hold up, man. This nigga Kanye tripping. Y'all seen this nigga? <laughs> I always got to bring it back because he still owe me that $1,000, man. I know he's going to make some money off these White Lives t shirt I mean, all I'm going to say, man, um, Kanye, man, I love this nigga. Part two, I'm going to show you how much of an ill nigga I am. Last night when I went to bed, I listened to um, Late Registration. The last song, I'll be late for that. I listened to that shit, but I didn't actually, not the actual song. <laughs> Just the instrumental. And I listened to that shit on like repeat like all night. And I just thought to myself like, man. What the fuck happened? So yeah, I wanted to say that, yeah. Once a nigga got this beard right here, yeah, when you get that beard, you don't give a fuck no more. All bets are off. I've been there before, so I know what's going on, man. And I would say, man, um, I know I, I, I probably talked a lot of shit about Kanye and said some dumb shit. He probably hate me or whatever. But, man, it's one of the... Um, one of the best artists we ever had of this generation, man. All that shit, man. And it's just, you know, you just don't want to see it, you know, go bad. You know? Like at the end of the day. Like, you know, I I've obviously if something crazy is happening, some I'm telling you, when you get this beard, man, this beard says a lot, man. I'm telling you, man. I I seen he just cut it off. But the nigga cut it off and was eating soul food at some random restaurant <laughs> in LA. <laughs> but yeah, man, I really was listening to um the late registration um instrumental all night. And I kind of part two, man, nigga probably fuck around watch the shit. But yeah, man, I listened to that instrumental all night, man. And you that nigga, man, get back to that shit, man. That's all that shit is, man. We love you, dog. I talk shit about you. I talk, I be joking and shit, but man, obviously, man, fuck that shit, man. For real, man. But you know what I feel like a lot of this shit is? When you get so big and that shit, man, it's like, and you had a niggas around you, he probably just got nothing but dick ride niggas around him, bro. Like, he ain't got no nigga to be like, tell him, like, nigga, you, bro, that's trash. Don't do that. Like, like me, 
I always got niggas around me like that. No matter how big I get, whatever, I got my niggas that remember me from whatever the fuck, man. Them niggas, as soon as I step out of line and do some dumb shit, man, them niggas gonna definitely, you know, step up. So shout out to my niggas, man. B-Mo, Triple Black, like all my niggas, man. Like, bro, I swear to God, man, if I ever get out of line, man, you can tell me, man. You get what I'm saying? So that's all that is, man. All right, man. We'll get into some questions, man. Like I said, you got questions, I got answers, man. You can hit me up at Danny at the Danny That's Danny at the Danny Like I told you, I ain't gonna keep giving this motherfucking number up. Y'all niggas gonna be hitting me up, man. I feel like I'm chasing a bad bitch around or something, man. I ain't got time for that, man. Y'all can send some motherfucking voicemails. Y'all gotta holler at me and say what y'all got to say. This shit is easier to talk than it is to type. I mean, all right. 512-522-9256. That's 512-522-9256. Don't be sending no freestyles to that motherfucker, because that's the last thing we want to hear. But yeah, man. We'll hop into it, man. Ask Danny. First one we got, I already seen that shit from a distance. That shit said Kratom. These motherfuckers want to take Kratom, man. Bro, do heroin or don't? <laughs> hey, Danny. I've been taking Kratom for the last five years. I tried it one time and it fucked me up. It felt like I was on a Percocet or something. Damn, I might need to fuck with the Kratom then. The Kratom be doing that? Because I know when I take Perks, I be horny than a motherfucker. Perks is the only time I be taking Perks, I be rubbing my own nipples and shit. All right. I, I, that was too, TMI. <laughs> I tried again and leveled out my anxiety and gave me energy. I tried not to continue, but I felt like it helped me too much. I'm a parent and hold down a great job with a six-figure salary and don't drink or do any other drugs. What are you talking to me about? All right. I really get any side effects besides constipation. Nigga, what are you talking about? That's one of the biggest side effects. What, man, you can't take a shit. Like, take, not taking a shit hurts. My, nigga, that ruins your whole life. You ever been fucking, like, you know, backed up, stocked up, and been trying to hang out and be cool? It's no, it's no possible way to be cool when you got luggage. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you got extra baggage trying to hang out. Like, nigga, go take a shit. I can't. You like, nigga, you want Tums? You want a Tums or something? Like, all right. All right. Also, not one person in my life knows I take it but because I want to maintain an image of a stable dude. What are your thoughts on taking something almost every day? Do you have any experience with Kratom or have any thoughts on it? Love the show on the Tri-State's Bitch. is one of my favorite rap albums of all time. You're the fucking man. Keep feathering it, brother. Shots out to Nick. I will say that I know nothing about Kratom. I've never really, like I said, my only really problem with opiates was fucking when I had like a lean addiction. And I think even when I drink lean, it wasn't as bad as, I mean, I'm not going to say it wasn't as bad. I mean, it, it is what it is. But yeah, I know nothing about Kratom. And at the end of the day, man, you got a six-figure salary. You don't drink. You don't do any drugs. You're ashamed of um, people knowing that you like um, doing um, Kratom and shit. And I get that because you're buying it from the same place they sell poppers. And you might swear. Because <laughs> if you did poppers and shit, like, nigga, I do poppers all the time. I feel like niggas will look at you different. But I don't know, man. Kratom is like, it's something so new. So I don't feel like you should be even tripping on that shit, man. If, if, if At the end of the day, well, the motherfuckers sold K2. All type of weird shit that fuck niggas up. We don't know what Kratom gonna do to a nigga in 10 years. This shit is still kind of, well, I guess... They've been around for long enough, and I know a lot of people said that it helped them with their opioid addictions and shit like that. So, at the end of the day, man, I don't see a bad thing with that. Um, it's better than taking the Percocet, obviously. So, whatever, man. 
bro, you grown. Do what you want to do. Get the motherfuckers out your business, man. All right. Yeah, but Kratom, I don't really know too much about Kratom. I can't really, you know that. I don't think anybody knows that much about Kratom. To be honest, we don't know. In 10 years, that shit might turn your ass to the Incredible Hulk. Like, nigga, I've been taking Kratom for 10 years, then you turn green. And you're like, oh, shit. I mean, it is with that. It is with that. All right. What next up? Girlfriend doesn't want to fuck. Hey, Danny. I'm a listener from the UK and need some advice. My girlfriend's a little 10 out of 10 and everything. She's by far the best looking girl I ever met, an amazing person, even better mom. The only problem is she never wants to fuck. Before we had our kid, we would go at it like animals, but since our son was born, she doesn't want to now. When we do smash, she's become so vanilla, it's almost not even worth it. I don't know what to do. She's not the type to cheat, and I'm 100% sure there's no other men or anything like that. Her sex drive changed after giving birth and has never been the same. We've been together for years and I love her more than anything, but I'm a man who needs to smash constantly. I watch so much porn that I'm starting to get into weird stuff. <laughs> you know, the ones with trans midgets. I'm not going to leave her over this because she's incredible in every other way. So what do I do? Help me, Danny. I mean, I mean, after having a kid, it might be just some shit that just changed with her, you know, like her whole shit, man. I mean, at the end of the day, if you love her that much. You know, once women get a little older, I don't know how much you didn't say your age of that shit. She might be kind of young or whatever the fuck. But, you know, as older women get, they get hornier. And the fucked up part about that is we get less a little hornier as the older we get. So I don't know, man. I mean, y'all got a kid together at the end of the day. The best shit you can do is just be there for her. If you love her, fuck sex. I mean, at the end of the day, she letting you watch the crazy trans midget porn. And you ain't having no problems with that, so... Just can, you know, have fun with that. And then whenever you can get that situation going, you can get that going. So at the end of the day, you just got to wait around, man. It's just a waiting game with that. Because she going to be back unless you a white nigga and she fiending for that BBC. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't help you with that, brother. <laughs> you just got to, you know, you got to be like, I love you, baby. You got to become a cuckold or something. That's what that is. She's just... All right. <laughs> all right, next up. Favorite music samples. Hey, Danny, I'm listening to episode 23, and you're talking about music samples and rap music. I want to know, what are your top three music samples of all time? Thanks, Keith. See, that's one thing. Um, I can't say I have my, my top three music samples of all time um, because I couldn't actually just identify the actual sample now i can now i know the beats that were i know they were samples and i can tell you like my top three beats that i was like oh that was a crazy ass fucking how they flipped that shit because i've done my homework and found it and then i would say number one will always be to me and that's why he's my he's my goat and that's my og that's my big homie but alchemist we gonna make it like the first time hearing that beat i was fucking selling crack at 100 miles an hour like Bro, that's when Napster was around and shit. Like, it took me like two days to download that song. I kept premiering, you know, keep previewing it and shit. Like, uh, uh. See, that was the ill shit about me when I sold drugs and shit. Um, no one else was into the internet at the time. They didn't understand the internet. I didn't know about that. So when I wasn't selling drugs, I would go home to the east side, and we had the internet over there, had the computer and shit, and I would just make mixtapes. I would, like, download all the songs these niggas never heard, boom, boom, and I would come back. So they would like me to leave because I would come back with all the newest music and shit. And I remember coming back where we going to make it and playing that shit in the, in the spot. And everybody heard that shit, bro. 
these niggas lost they fucking like I you know that was the thing for me I was downloading so many songs I couldn't really get excited over shit cause I'm trying to download them so I didn't really understand what was ill that was pretty much like me testing like music when I think about it or like a some type of shit cause I would go like download all these songs and I'd go play it for them and I remember playing we gonna make it for them and them niggas lost they fucking mind like and that made me love the song more. So I would say Alchemist, we're going to make it. And now, all right. Um, second, I would say one of the craziest samples to me is um, off um, Mad Lib's um, The Further Adventures of Laura Quaz, The um, Players of the Game. Like just the way he looped that and just the way he, you know, fucked around with that and played with that and just did ill crazy shit. Like Players of the Game, like that's like, like that's the type of beats like when I make beats like that's I wish I can make a beat like that you know so I would say Mad Lib um, off the first adventures of Lord Quaz player the game and as number three um, uh, uh, I don't really know if I got number three I can't really think of one right now oh well, we'll just say we'll just bring it back to Kanye and say that fucking um, um, late registration with a slash of we major. I would say that fucking was we major a sample? Might not been. I don't know, but I would say, man, um, my favorite Kanye album is um, Late Registration, and this, I mean, I know he worked on that with John Bryan and all that shit, but um, just based like production wise, songwriting wise, quality wise, because you got to think he came off. Um, it's always this thing of sophomore slump, where a person have like a great first album and everybody always into their album. You got to, you know. So with your second album, you always want to. You know, you want to beat the slump and some shit. Like, even me, like, when I did Triple X. So, I knew old was all about me beating a sophomore slump. That's why I was like, because I didn't know which direction to go. So, that's why it's two sides. Like, I could have went more underground hip-hop vibe or uh, what I was getting more love for at the time was fucking festivals and shit. And, like, making fucking festival songs and, like, party songs and shit like that. Shit that motherfuckers going to be able to play and dance to. <clears throat> Which, if you look at it, I've been fucking performing those songs for 10 years. That's been much... You know, that's the songs I perform when I play festivals and shit. And I haven't even been making those kind of songs since old. So, like, old is my fucking most successful album that I made. So, I definitely an artist that beat the sophomore slump. If anybody want to look at it like that, like, oh. I mean, I, I wouldn't disagree with you if you was like, Triple um, X is better than old. But old is ten times more successful than Triple X. Old is ten times more successful than fucking Atrocity Exhibition. So, um, uh, so I don't know the third sample. But shouts out to Keith. Um. Your ass must make beats and shit. Asking about samples and shit. These motherfuckers ask about samples. All right, next up we got Rick Owens. What about what we got over Rick? What up, Danny? A few weeks ago on the podcast, you were complimenting Brad Pitt about a skirt that he wore on some red carpet. You mentioned that the skirt was dope unless it was made by Rick Owens. Are you personally done with rocking the Rick? You were one of the first records, one of the first rappers I heard. Shout out Rick in the song. Do you feel the brand has become cliche and overdone? Just curious. Shout out. To, I don't remember saying that. Maybe you just heard it wrong. But no, I still love Rick. You know what I'm saying? I rock Rick all day. I don't have no problem with Rick. I actually love that. Um, to me, it makes me feel like you know a, a ill nigga, like some OG shit. Cause to be honest, it was like I always. I remember being in jail and like looking in fashion magazines and seeing Rick Owens and shit, and they'd be like, "Man, I, I, I and I wanted to wear shit like that." And the shit that I used to wear around the time was still too far in Detroit, but I knew I couldn't wear no Rick. But and I always told Rocky that, like when Rocky first came out, and he was wearing Rick and shouting out Rick, it gave me confidence to wear Rick. So I, I get more props on the Rick shit to Rocky than I do for me, even though that's all I wore. 
You know what I'm saying? Like I would literally just like my it was like a uniform for me, a Rick Owens t shirt, ball main jeans, Rick Owens shoes, like Rick Owens boots or whatever. So yeah, that was like my whole shit. So yeah. <clears throat> Spin a motherfucking wheel. Proper rates. Um, invite me. I'm down to pull up, but you gotta pay me though. That's the only thing. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm down for the community, man. Put, throw me on one of them floats. Let me bust some bars. You get what I'm saying? Pay me. That's that's what I'm gonna say about the prior parades, man. Danny Brown ain't like that. Your man with the shits. Pull up. I'm down to play a great show at any Pride event. Shouts out to the LGBTQ RS community. I love y'all motherfuckers, man. Yeah, man, pull up. Great time. Great time. That's all I'm going to say. Proper rates. Great time. Yeah, so yeah. I, I pull up all day, man. But you got to pay me, though. I'm just saying, man. I just... <laughs> I'm, I just... For the bag, I'm pulling up, man. Your boy's pulling up. And I'm shut the shit down. I turn up. I'm not going to get off. I'm not going to get off early this day. Book me for pride. I'm not. I'm not getting off early. I'm gonna practice the show. I'm not gonna forget lyrics this time. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it right. So yeah, shouts out to pride. I'm with it. All right. Next up, oh, we got some freestyles. Let me hear your bus a freestyle. First Let's... up, we got Noah G. Oh shit. To rappers, you thinking you clean, but you got it backwards. They think that they got on my last nerves. I really don't fuck with these bastards. I've been blessing this bitch like a pastor. And you think you a star, you an actor. I've been shooting my shot like a bachelor. Better yet, I'ma shoot like a blaster. Yeah, uh, blowing you up like a Death Star. Bang Grim, I'm going that hard. Used to hit bitches with no car. Since then, I've come so far. Smoking on that green goblin. Peter Parker out of options. I'm in love with Mary Jane. So I'm breathing in the toxins. Keep some tree on my side like a left leg. I just landed in Cali, got jet lag. My ideas yet are often eccentric. That's your lady, she sent me a message. When I said I'd be up, yeah, I meant it. At the top of my class, not to mention. Y'all can't step to me. Got the recipe. Dropping 16s. Y'all just rest in peace. Lining y'all up in one finger wave. Shots to hove in the mo when I meditate. I be smoking that gas, gotta medicate. Every day is a blessing, let's celebrate. Yo, yo. Denny Brown, what's up, motherfucker? Shots out, cuz. But I ain't gonna lie, this was cool guy energy. When I saw the video, first thing I thought is I'm like, hot black guys that want to fuck. <laughs> like, something about it, the lighting, you ain't got no shirt on. You know who you dealing with, man. This is YMH, man. Like, bro, are you trying to be in the cool guy club or what, man? Like, you just, uh, I just knew this nigga's about to be like, hot black guys that want to fuck. Man, you understand? Know want to suck. I'm like, oh, shit. This nigga got Robert Paul bars. Like, oh, man, that's who going to blow up. When, when Robert Paul get ready, come on, man. Ghostwrite Robert Paul bars, man. Robert Paul, man. You want to be a rapper, man? You got the ill rap name, Robert Paul Champagne. I wish I'd have thought of that over Danny Brown. Robert RPC, my nigga. All right, whatever. <laughs> Go to the next one. This is Troxy Cotton. Hey, yo. Oh, hashtag Lake Day bars. You know what I'm saying? Uh... Call me cotton, call me soft white. Coming at the kid, that's the wrong fight. End up with the long night. Break the left hand with the dap, make them all right. Slay them with the deadpan, lay them to waste like a fucking bedpan. I'm so dope though, blowing headband while I'm posing for the photo. Do it for the love, pro bono. I don't really fuck 
with you clowns that you and your bros bozo let my flow speak for me fuck a promo no i don't keep the peace peep the logo scrub hot be the team even though i'm speaking solo bouncing freak the freak like a pogo i'm stupid this nigga man <laughs> This nigga in the Pride Boys, man. He got to be, man. The first word this nigga said was cotton. I'm like, this nigga racist. Then he like, cotton. I'm like, oh shit, he got he got me. <laughs> then he said pro bono. Ain't no nigga saying pro bono and no raps. This nigga racist. So I got love you, dog. Don't, don't, don't send them to don't send them for me, man. <laughs> don't send them for me, man. I told y'all, man, Boogaloo game, man. Them niggas tried to kidnap Whitner, man. That shit was crazy, man. Them niggas was about to blow up a bridge. The man, put them niggas under the jail, man. I swear to God, man. Cause, bro, ain't nobody about this. All right, man. I'm about to talk about that shit no more. Man. <laughs> I swear to God. Next up, we gonna get into some white people shit, man. White people shit. Y'all motherfuckers know, man. If you want to send motherfucking. Questions, emails, videos, whatever the fuck you got, man. Send that shit to Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. Also, we got voicemails. Send that shit to 512 522 9256. That's 512 522 9256. And yeah, man, we get to some white people shit. And um, this nigga, um, wash clothes. What's good, Danny? On a recent episode on Why I Me, Time mentioned that wash clothes are for poor people. Myself, a black dude from the Midwest, I know this is a very white thing to not use wash clothes at it's, all. It's washcloths. Oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, it is washcloths. I don't know why I seen it. I'm like, wash clothes? I was I was literally getting confused. Like this nigga Tom don't wash his clothes. But like, what kind of nasty shit y'all got going on here? All right, all right. So washcloths. Oh yeah, and the reason why I made it, I know this is a very white thing to not use washcloths at all. When I asked for one by my white friend at the house, I was like, let me know if your washcloth gang or not. I don't use washcloths, man. <laughs> I think that is a white person shit. I think because I, I don't know, man. I don't though. I, I'm straight bar, bar to body type of motherfucker. But I'm going to tell you what that fucks you up at. When you go, like, if you just, like, go to, like, some weird random hotel and they got some cheap-ass soap, because that had happened to me being on tour before. I'm just going straight bar to skin, and then you, you can't really get all that soap off like that, and that should leave, like, a crazy film, and that should have break you out, and that should have fuck you up. So, yeah, it depends on what kind of soap you use that you can just go bar to skin like that. Me, personally, I use a lemongrass tea tree blend. It's amazing. I'll send you the link from Amazon. <laughs> Keep your skin buttery smooth. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but um, yeah, I, that is definitely some white people shit though. Like niggas use washcloths and shit. Cause I remember my daughter came to the crib. She's like, "You ain't got no washcloths." I'm like, "Damn, we kind of don't." Me and my girl, we be niggas stick the whole bar up your ass. You get what I'm saying? I mean, you want to make sure you getting clean. So yeah, that that is definitely some white people shit. Niggas straight going bar, but ah, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, spin a motherfucking wheel. Eating ass. I was just thinking about this shit on the way here. 
No, for real, man. Because I was like, man, it's some girls, man, that be eating ass, man. And they be like looking like regular bitches. And you be like, man, I would never expect that this bitch be eating ass. Like, man, you get what I'm saying? Like, and then she like doing it, man. I remember I had this one girl. She was like, man, she always be like, man, take a shower because I want to do that thing. Like, do that thing, yeah. I mean, but yeah, man, it is what it is. I'm not like a person like I'm down with it, but I'm not like a person that asks for it. Like, you get what I'm saying? If you go ahead and hit that motherfucker up, then I'm like, all right, it is what it is. But I'm not the type of person that's like that's not that's not on the menu for me. You get what I'm saying? It's not coming with like if you be like, man, what what you know. That's just not on the menu. But, I mean, yeah, it is fun. It's a great time. Me, personally, you get what I'm saying? I'm going to go for it. On my end, I mean, I'm going for it on my end. Especially, I'm going to eat the monkey. It's right there. It's like it's, it's the radius. It's just too much of a radius. And if you haven't that much of a good time getting getting your lick on, you're going to drop down sometime. You're going to drop down, get the eagle on. Like, fuck it. Let me see what that's doing. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta drop a combo sometime. You get what I'm saying? It's like boy, jab, jab, hook. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, sometimes a nigga gonna dip it low and drop it down on that motherfucker. So yeah, that is what that is, man. You can't trip on that shit. I will say last night, man, I fucking um you know, I had to do my Netflix thing. I and I watched the um Redeem team. If y'all motherfuckers ain't seen that shit, man. It's really great, man. Go check that shit out. But all that shit did, man, that shit really made me miss Kobe, man. And that let me know, man, that I was a Carmelo Anthony type of nigga, man. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm really like, if you want to look at me and you want to compare me to like the rap game, like I am Carmelo Anthony to the T. However you felt about basketball is the same way I feel about rap. It's that whole shit where you like, man, Kobe wanted to go to the gym at four in the morning and do all this extra shit. Nigga, I ain't going at no four in the morning. <laughs> That's me in a heartbeat. I literally swear I just had some vocals I had to finish for the album. Like, I literally had, they, these niggas gave me, like, five hours to be in the studio. I did that shit in 30 minutes. And, <laughs> and the fucked up part is, you know, I got to pay for that studio time. I might as well just stay there and listen to Certified Trapper the entire time. But my dumb ass, I was like, fuck it, man. Because I, I, I don't really like, man, being in the studio. I mean, I guess it's anybody that feel like they place a business or a place of work. Me being in the studio feels like just a job. Or feel like work. And then you got to think, some of these studios, man, they so, like, I don't know, man. Like, I got to be comfortable. I can't really be just comfortable in the studio. Like, I want to be able to just, I don't know. So, yeah, that is that. That is that. So, that is that. And then you got this motherfucker, um. So, obviously, man, preseason. I mean, well, by the time this um, episode comes out, the season's probably going to start. Obviously, you motherfuckers know I'm an NBA ass nigga, man. But um, this Victor Wimbenyama nigga, man, like we've been watching this shit for I, I've I've known about him. I would say for like you know a few years and shit. And um, but yeah, man, you can't even make this nigga on 2K. This nigga's got he got un unseen proportions. Like you get what I'm saying? And um. The only thing I would say about him, like, because now they're saying, yeah, now they're saying teams are about to fucking rush to tank, rush to tank to get this nigga. But I feel like it was the same thing with, like, Chet Holmgren. I'm not going to put him in the same boat as Chet because he obviously shoot better than Chet. But, man, I just don't know if I can put my trust in a Frenchman. I don't know how bad that sounds. But yeah, that nigga from France though, man. I mean, we do got Killian Hayes. Shots out Killian Hayes. He's been looking good this preseason. But I don't know, man. But 
I guess we motherfuckers could say the same thing about Yonder. I don't know, man. Niggas, a nigga from Greece, man. I feel like a nigga from Greece would be a tense, man. The motherfuckers do crocodile and shit. You know, you know it's racism in Greece. To be black in Greece, it has to be hard, man. So I feel like Giannis, he's definitely been through like a lot of shit to be where he's at, man. I don't know, man. I feel like this nigga, he had Cardi's on. I feel different about that, man. I don't know, man. What's up with the Cartier glasses thing, man, and, and current culture, man? Because to me, man, that was like such a like uh Detroit staple in some sense. And it was almost like a um to wear Cartier's in Detroit was almost like a a staple to show how tough you is. Cause you know at any given time someone's gonna try to rob you or snatch them off your face. So it shows you like street credibility where you can go any place where your glasses, niggas know who you is, they ain't gonna try that shit type shit. And then these niggas is just like wearing them for fashion. So I wanted to tell everybody, man, um, snatch niggas Cardi's. <laughs> I'm joking, man. <laughs> but that's what the culture is, man. You see all these niggas in LA, they want to wear Cardi's. Niggas don't even rob niggas for Cardi's. They want to look for watches and shit, man. Snatch Cardi's. All right, I'm, I'm all right. I'm stopping. Spin the motherfucking wheel, man. <laughs> I'm tripping right now. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. We don't have to edit that out. <laughs> I'm going to go to jail. Leprechauns. Um, I would tell y'all, man. Um, y'all remember the um, Leprechaun horror movies? Yep. Bro. Leprechaun in the hood. It came right up. That had to be the most racist shit ever, man. Lep, I ain't, bro, Leppy in the hood. The funny part is that one of the homies I used to sell dough with, this nigga was short and shit. We used to call that nigga Leppy. We was like, Leppy in the hood. Because we had this shit on bootleg. We used to watch it and shit. But the funniest shit to me, y'all remember, I don't know, it was like a viral video. And it was some niggas. They was like, man, I seen the leprechaun in the tree. I seen that nigga. Bro, and then a the nigga had the gold teeth in his mouth. He smiled like, eh, like a leprechaun in the tree. Oh, y'all got to be able to find that shit, man. The nigga with the, <laughs> just put every kind of tree. There you go. See, there go my nigga right there. See, see when I think of leprechauns, I think Patrick's of this nigga. Day, crowds are coming by the dozens to get an up. Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. Oh, if you thing. shine a light in its direction, it suddenly disappears. This semi sketch <laughs> resembles what many of you say the leprechaun looks like. Others find it hard to believe and have come up Who with is their this own sketch artist? explanations for the image. My theory is it's casting a shadow from the other limb. Could be a crackhead. <laughs> wrong stuff. And it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. You don't get down to the bottom of this. Yeah, still on there, guy. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. <laughs> this was real, man. This, this shit. Helping. This shit looked like a mockumentary to me. We ain't get to the best part yet, man. Keep it going. Traffic says he is prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. He's suited up from Look. head to toe. This was all smells right here. This is a special leprechaun flute, which has been passed down. Nigga got the leprechaun flute. From my great great grandfather, who was Irish. He got Cardi's on too. Look at this nigga. Others just came to get lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree. I'm gonna run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I wanna know where to go. I want to go. Give me to go. I want to go. This is Brian Johnson, NBC 15 News. People will do anything. Yeah, man. So when I think of leprechauns, I just always think about this episode right here. But um, 
Like on some real shit, like do a nigga think leprechauns exist? And um, I'm gonna take it back to um, Bigfoot in the last episode, man. These niggas making money off your name. So Leppy, if you exist, man, pop out. We can get you some lawyers and shit. I know you got money. You got the gold. You got the gold. I know you got money and shit, but... And you ain't... See, the thing is with Bigfoot, he got bodies on his name. You ain't killed nobody. You free. You can show your face. Part two, we gonna fuck with you. Because we know you getting the bread. In this generation, in this current climate of what's going on in life, they only respect niggas with money. You got the gold, Leppy. Come out and stun on these niggas. It's your time to shine. So, I mean, you know, I'm born on March 16th. I know your day is St. Patrick's Day right after me. I feel like we should collaborate and we can throw like a birthday party together where you can come out and, you know, you can let everybody know you exist. So it's Danny Brown, Leppy. <laughs> Danny Brown, Leppy birthday party. We can do it at South by Southwest. We get Red Bull to sponsor the shit. You know what I'm saying? It's your first time you can pop out. You get what I'm saying? We could either get in the studio, make a song together, you know, let these niggas know about the gold. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, shouts out to Leppy, man. I, I think, um, I was about to say, I think Leppy exists more than Bigfoot. But Bigfoot got bodies, though. And his blood on his name. We know his niggas missing and shit. I've been looking for him. And so, yeah, I, I feel like I can, I, I got proof. I got more proof that Bigfoot exists than I do Leppy because I ain't seen no nigga with none of them coins. That's one thing about Leppy though, man. He 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 a selfish nigga though. You feel what I'm saying? He 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 he'll drop a rainbow. Ain't that some shit? That's a nigga for you though. He like nigga, I'm getting money. I'm getting money. When you see this rainbow, <laughs> if you can get to the end of this motherfucker, I got something for you. You get what I'm saying? Then he dropped the rainbow. We be like, oh shit. We all look at the rainbow like, damn, nigga, the rainbow. It got to be some dumb white nigga that followed that motherfucker. Like, I know Leppy got the gold for me. Leppy got the gold for me. Then this nigga getting his, um, any, you know what he do? It, it, it got to be a nigga with a doom buggy in the Arizona desert or some shit following Leppy's, um, after a rainy day. Cause you know, it don't rain much. They get a fucking rainbow. He followed the motherfucking rainbow. <clears throat> get to the end of that motherfucker. That nigga Leppy look at that nigga like, nigga, you white though. I don't, y'all good. I only help. I only help the POCs. <laughs> Part two: If Leprechaun could be a race, oh, he Irish, so he is white. Damn. We we could drink some Guinness or something, do some shit. But yeah, Leppy, I would tell you, man, we just go ahead and do our birthday parties together at South by Southwest. Me and you together. If anybody else deserved gold, it's me, man. I was born right before you, man. March sixteenth, man. They got to count for something. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, shouts out to Leppy, man. All right, man. That's some cool shit, though. <laughs> oh, my God, dog. Um, yeah, so I seen um, Bobby Lee's an ill nigga, man. That nigga, he said he's going to fucking, he, he, he broke up with his girl because he knew Starfield was coming out soon. Video game reviews. I want to say this. At Starfield... We all been, you know, watching Starfield and seeing what it's going to be. And I just feel like it's one of those type of games, like how No Man's Sky was, how Cyberpunk was, how, where we get this fucking, we get so fucking excited for this game is what it's going to be that it's impossible for it to meet its expectations. 
And I just don't want people to get so fucking excited about this fucking game. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited as fuck too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm, and if, if at the point, yeah, if you're going to break up with a bitch, this game might be the one just based on, just based on what they're telling us. But we've been let down before. So I just, I just want to tell everybody, man, don't get your hopes up too hard. But I'm, I'm, I'm definitely waiting on it too as well. And I'm fucking super excited to see what Starfield is going to be like. But even if it's not what it should be on release date, it still has the chance because we've seen that with these games now. Like um, start like like I said with um, No Man's Sky and Cyberpunk. Like they released. I mean that's the thing, man. I feel like don't give this game so much hype that it that it forced the developers to release it before it's ready. And I think that's what's happening with a lot of video games. You get what I'm saying? Because that's what happened with Cyberpunk. I feel like they knew it wasn't ready, and then they released it. And now look a year two years later it's in a fucking amazing game yeah we still get glitches and we still get dumbass bugs here and there on it but for the most part man i'm having a amazing time playing cyberpunk so shouts out to fucking um whatever man <laughs> it is what it is man. so yeah man uh yeah spin a wheel man we gonna do wheel of fortune for him about this motherfucker Private jets. I wish I could take one. Cause I hate motherfucking flying, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. One thing I do, I mean, airports is cool and shit, but you just know, man, after you've flying so much, after you've flown so much or whatever, you just know it's a better way. You know what I'm saying? Like it and it's and it could be stressful. So I, I feel like, but just the the the, the private jet, it's, I don't know if that's that ethical in some sense. I guess if you making like the thing is to me like if you making it like if you playing a crazy ass show and you making so much money off the show it's like fuck it just take it out the budget of the show whatever the fuck. That's a cool thing but a motherfucker that's just doing private jets and all that shit but I will say man the lame shit is when a motherfucker you know he's a commercial flying ass nigga and his one time he be able to go on a private jet this nigga take all the pictures in the world he's making that shit seem like it's a normal thing like nigga I'm on the private nigga Nigga, if you gonna do nigga show when you in the motherfucking twenty eight J, don't just show when you on a private, my nigga. Show these kids the real shit, man. But but that is the weird shit though. I don't understand how these motherfuckers, how so many people are able to fly private. That was one point in time where that was like a straight. You had to be a straight millionaire ass balling ass nigga, and you be saying niggas that you know don't gotta like that. Like this nigga flying private, like uh. But yeah, I've seen um on YouTube that these motherfuckers be having um private jet sets. And you can just pay money for your Instagram shit to uh, <laughs> to play it off like you was really on a jet. You give it a say, yeah, look, private jet set, so Instagram, yeah. Yeah, man. Go to hell. <laughs> any of you, if, if if any of you motherfuckers ever did some shit like this that watch this show, please stop watching this shit. Because you ain't like me and I ain't like you. I swear to God, this is the worst shit you can possibly do in life, man. It's to front for social media for other motherfuckers, man. Because this is this is what's going to be the end of the world, man. I swear to God, man. Like, bro, this shit got me hot. But yeah, so yeah, a lot of people do that. They 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 they, they get fucking fake private jets and they take pictures and they put it on their Instagram and shit like that. Hey, I'm going to say like this. If you a bitch and you want to be like a... um female influencer and you doing shit like that to like get your shit cracking and shit you lame as fuck but if you a nigga just to finesse bitches to get you some pussy then you a ill nigga man shouts out to you 
You you put a lot of work into it, man. You put a lot of thought process into it to finesse these bitches, man. So you deserve some gratitude. Because I'm telling you like this. A nigga like me ain't about to go that far, man. I'm just about to get it off my wits and words. If you can't do it like that, then you don't need to do it. If you're doing that much, man, if you got to get a bitch, if you got to go do a fake photo shoot at a fucking private jet to, to get bitches, man, then, bro, you don't need bitches. So that's that, man. Um. Um. So, yeah, I will say... No, I won't say nothing. Spin the motherfucking wheel. <laughs> and we'll get the fuck about this motherfucker, man. I got the piss, man. God damn it. What is y'all doing, man? No. It's, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that way. Uh, uh, these niggas, um, discipline. Discipline, I would say. What I will say is that I've, I've seen a lot of shit that they say, um, I don't know if it's that, but these niggas ain't got TikTok. They don't fuck with none of that crazy shit, none of that shit, and it shows how much discipline they are and how much stable they are. Like, these motherfuckers, they get commercials just for war videos. They they hold TikTok is just about how they gonna fuck American niggas up and shit like that. Like, man, but so no, I don't know about all that. I ain't gonna say nothing about that, man. Man, spin it will again, man. I love North Korea. I would love to visit there sometime. Show me a great time, man. I know y'all niggas got fun, man. So yeah, man, North Korea, man. Dennis Rodman went. Shouts out Dennis Rodman. He had a great time. I'm a Dennis Rodman type of nigga, man. Don't don't do me like that, man. This shit got me fucked up, man. I'm I'm very um distraught right now. Like, oh man. This shit is crazy. North Korea, Zolo, you did that. It's didn't they say Kim Kim Jong Un? He like faked his death or some shit. Didn't he do some weird shit like that? Oh, I saw that. I didn't hear about that. Oh, I might have seen that on Reddit or something. So he's still around, this motherfucker. Yeah. There are rumors about him. Oh yeah, no, he just dying. Yeah, he just was playing it off. Man, all I'm gonna say, man. Um, Man, I don't know, man. I ain't got nothing to say about that shit, man. Zolo, you tripping. Why you put that on there? You trying to get us bombed. Zolo a menace, bro. He a menace. I told y'all that nigga teep kick me. How you get power from a teep kick, man? This nigga, I got no power in my teep kicks, man. It's in the knees, trash. man. Yeah. It's on that knee. All right. Just spin the wheel again. I feel like, I feel like you, that was a, and I'm looking. All right, man. How many... This shit is not, this shit is fixed. Dinosaur. All right. That's a nice one. Yeah. Um, the TV show was, was real sad. Y'all remember that? The dino, not the mama. See, yeah. that's how old I am. See, look, Chad, remember? It's a great show. Yeah, it was amazing. But do you remember the last episode? I don't. No. Oh, man. It's one of the saddest episodes I've ever seen on TV, man. That shit fucked me up as a kid, man. So yeah, if you don't know, like the world ended, like type shit. Cause you gotta think oh. they was dinosaurs. Like the world ended, like it was like, imagine that. Them niggas went through some shit. The dinosaurs, whoever created that show, man, that was some heartbreaking ass shit, man, for that last episode. And it went four seasons? Damn. That show was kind of dark for being like a kind of kid Bro, show. Bro, the of. way it ended, man, was the darkest shit ever, man. Remember the, uh, we're gonna need another Timmy? Like that Timmy character just died every episode? Mm-hmm. Um... So, but so yeah. Look, the first thing I think about when I thought about dinosaurs with this TV show, yeah, that and um, 
what was the fucking nigga, man? Oh, it was a fucking dinosaur. And he, it was a cartoon of a dinosaur. And this nigga was a rock musician. Oh, what was that nigga name? The last, it was a Dino, the last dinosaur. He's my friend and a whole lot more. <laughs> I think it was, was it Dino, the last dinosaur? Yeah, Denver, my bad. Denver, the last dinosaur. He's my friend and a whole lot more, nigga. Denver, my nigga. Look at that nigga. Bro, shouts out to Denver, man. See, look, this type of shit I watched as a kid. Denver was a motherfucking rock star, man. He wasn't. But see, that nigga, see, that's the thing about um, dinosaurs. These motherfuckers were so vicious, they could kill a nigga with one snap of a bite anytime they get mad. But these niggas was incels. Barney, Denver, they ain't want no bitches, man. They be like, man, bitches don't like me. Nigga, because you intimidating. You're big as fuck. You got T-Rex arms. You can do all type of shit. Yeah, bitches are scared of you. But so, but these niggas always try to act super ass nice and be all that type of shit. They try to make dinosaurs soft ass niggas. That's the thing they fucked up with. They supposed to make dinosaurs vicious ass characters like they was where we could respect them. Every time they made a dinosaur cartoon or some shit like that, they tried to demasculate them niggas. Let them, come on, we know what them niggas really was. Them niggas was the first, like they had the plant eaters and shit. What was that? The, 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 uh, Stesosaurus. <laughs> That's the craziest shit when you was a kid and shit and you go to like museums and shit and you go see the dinosaur exhibit and they had like fucking big ass bones and shit, the whole dinosaur. I'm like, damn, these niggas was really real. Y'all niggas really put this shit together. But part two, man, that shit was so craft, craftily done and all type of shit. I don't think that shit was real now. These niggas can make anything up. You come in this bitch and be like, oh yeah, that was a dinosaur. That nigga was real, man. Fuck that shit. How y'all find all this nigga bones in the right spots, in the right places, be able to put this shit together, do this and that, and make a fucking whole exhibit out this shit? So I don't believe that shit, man. Yeah, man. No, that shit fake. That shit fake. I don't fuck with that shit. That shit Lego pieces. These niggas making shit up. Talking about it was whole dinosaurs and all that shit. Ain't no way you about to find a nigga. Bro, it's impossible, bro. So prove that shit to me, man. And I'm going to let that shit... I might be talking some dumbass shit. I'm like, oh, it's going to be... I bet you it's going to be some nigga in the comments or some nigga hit me up in my DMs or something like, nigga, dinosaurs, I'm an archaeologist. I, I go through this and that. That shit happens every episode. I swear to God, it happens every episode where somebody comes, they hit me in the DMs and they correct me on some shit. And I be wanting to tell them that, bro, this is a podcast. I should be wrong on some shit. I'm not fucking... Um, a uh, uh, fucking um, Dr. Neil Tyson or some shit, man. I'm Danny Brown. I'm retarded. <laughs> so, yeah, man. We'll get up out this. We'll spend it well one more time. We'll be out. We'll be out. Because I got to fucking piss. I'm sorry, guys. been trying so long to get to you baby we finally here man shout out to the michigan shout out to lizzo she's from michigan too and all that man and the crazy shit man i used to play festivals and shit and um they've been a few times where me and lizzo hung out man she's one of like most down-to-earth coolest motherfuckers you can ever meet i remember one time we was hanging out at um eric andre birthday party we had a good time there but i will say man motherfuckers always trying to like talk shit about lizzo and this and that man i'm gonna tell you like this man one thing i respect is a motherfucker that can make 
something out of nothing, man. I've seen Lizzo playing set after set at every festival, man. I don't think too many people thought she was going to be where she at, man. But at the end of the day, she's one of the talented motherfuckers at those festivals every time I saw her. And I'm so fucking proud to see a motherfucker like this do her motherfucking thing. So anybody that hating on Lizzo, fuck you. You retarded. Get your shit together. I haven't seen that shit. Talking about, man, Lizzo trying to promote fat positivity and this and that, man. Let me tell you like this, man. Some motherfuckers just fat, man. They was born that way, man. Some motherfuckers healthy. They healthier fat, man. That's what I'm going to say, man. They born like that. I had a homie. This nigga fat. He went on tour with me. He was eating like me, living like me. This nigga lost mad weight. This nigga skin hanging crazy. They thought this nigga was smoking crack when he got back home. He had to eat and get back right. Some niggas just better off fat, man. And I ain't got no problem. I love my BBWs, man. So shouts out to Lizzo, man. I love her, man. She's great, man. And anybody else hating on her, man, fuck y'all niggas, man. And I'm up out this motherfucker. My name is Danny Brown, man. I got the motherfucking boo boys with me. This is Man Studios. Love y'all niggas, man. Check in every motherfucking Tuesday. Like I said, you can hit me up at Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. Also leave voicemails at 512-522-9256. Yeah, man. I got to get up out this motherfucker, man. I love y'all niggas. I'm up out this bitch. Peace. Be safe. Huh. <laughs>